Welcome to the Thrive and Win Show, the show that inspires you to launch a purposeful life of fulfillment, freedom, and fun. If you're ready to change your destiny and to think bigger to make your dream come true, you've come to the right place. Be the change to thrive and win in life and business. Now, here's your host, the queen of change, Petra Contrada. A mentor empowers a person to see a possible future and believe it can be obtained. Sean Hitchcock. Good day to all of our listeners out there. Here is your host, Petra Contrada. Again, the founder of Thrive and Win in Life and Business, international speaker, spiritual entrepreneur and rebel, and also known as the queen of change. Entrepreneurs, leaders, and business owners hire me to be the change because most overthink and underfeel and are forever missing key opportunities in life and business. Welcome to our 11th episode of the Thrive and Win show. John F. Kennedy said, we must find time to stop and thank the people who make a difference in our lives. And today, I like to give special thanks to a person that made a big impact in my life. My coach, mentor, and dear friend, and guest on today's show, Karen Lubin. Hello, mm. Karen. Thank, thank you for you. all your inspiration you have given me over the years. Mm, and I'm so you. delighted to have you here. How are you today, Karen? I'm good. And I'm also really excited to actually be hearing you as a rebel. I love that. And a yes. spiritual entrepreneur. That was such uh, great words to uh, ponder and think about. I love this. And thank you for just having the, giving people the opportunity to find new ways to thrive and win. I think that's a beautiful concept. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, you were one of my inspirations over the last years, starting with uh, introducing me to the Passion Test. Mm. Karen, she is, I think, the heart and soul of the Passion Test, which was developed by uh, Janet Atwood, who is coming on the show later on. Uh, she's, I think, episode 15, she will come on. So Yay. we will hear about the Passion Test more from her. So, mm -hmm. but let me uh, talk to you a little bit about more about you, Karen. You mm -hmm. are a former school principal. I am. I have a, a deep passion for people who want to learn. Children from ages, you know, zero all the way up to when we go to the grave. <laughs> Anyone who wants <laughs> to learn, I'm passionate about learning. And I also do believe that when students people who are going through the universities, whatever form of education they're going through, that they are a witness for their brilliance. That's it's so wonderful. That's mm -hmm. so wonderful. So I know um, that you are a coach, a trainer, and a leadership consultant, and you are really, and I experienced that firsthand, driven by the desire to inspire and energize people and teams through the power of love. Yes, I am. Tell me, what, <laughs> what, what, brought, what brought you there? Well, it kind of starts uh, many years ago when I was uh, first a teacher and then I was a principal of schools, uh, kindergarten through eighth grade, kindergarten through fifth grade schools. And what I found is that at some point, Petra, I burned out. I really lost the, the passion or the, the enthusiasm 
for doing what I was doing. It's like I came in thinking I was going to change the system. And somewhere along the way, the system was changing me. And that was uh, deeply concerning for me. Because I, I can imagine. Busy. Yes, because I was go becoming more of a robotic uh, individual. I was very disconnected from my heart. And I was trying to uh, be someone that I wasn't. And then I, that's when I realized that, you know, I was completely burned out and I needed to fill myself up. What I saw, though, is that many people in leadership, and I was really becoming one of these leaders, that I saw saying yes, yes, yes to the higher ups, to the uh, bureaucracy of education and finding that I was not speaking up really for the people who are getting educated, the children. I wasn't speaking up enough about for teachers. I wasn't speaking up enough for parents. And that was, um, that was heartbreaking for me. And so when I realized that I got myself out of the situation, uh, it took me a while. It wasn't like a, a quick decision. It was a very long, drawn out decision. But when I did it, I filled myself up. I took a year off, Petra, mm -hmm. and I really needed and was um, immensely grateful that my mother had given me just a little bit of money that I could use when she passed away. And I took that and I went to Mexico, Guatemala, Belize. I went to India. I studied with all these spiritual masters for many, many, many months. I went all across the United States taking classes and really trying to help myself get back in touch with my body and my heart. And once I was able to do that, I was then able to then say, oh my gosh, one of my bucket list things, because these all the places that I went to were on my bucket list. But what I realized is that I had not had the opportunity to do what I really wanted to do, which is coach. I had gone through a doctoral program. I had gotten my, um, my doctorate in educational leadership. And what I realized is the, 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 the cream of the whole thing was to mentor people. And so that's what I decided to do is to take the best of the best out of education and mentor. And so I, I started quantum leap coaching and consulting with my husband, Randy. And then uh, from there, we found uh, we were looking for a tool to really help people get some clarity so that we didn't just have on and on and on and on conversations, but went to the heart. And I met Janet Ray Atwood, who you mentioned earlier, and I was just really dumbstruck by how simple and profound the yeah. process was. I, I had the same experience when I when I got to know about that process. It's it's an amazing, simple but very effective process. It, it is, and you know I've been doing this process um, as a facilitator, as a master trainer, as the director, and I've done it now for twelve years. But then. Uh, what I saw is that there was a, a lot missing around teams and there were certain characteristics that I, I started to kind of um, conceptualize as to what was it that a really uh, amazing leader who could bring out the best in everyone and help the team sustain themselves. Mm -hmm. And that took me a number of years to actually be able to pull it out because it was kind of in my, my system, my body, 
but I, I couldn't like actually say what it was. You know, one of them is like just showing that you care about people and how do you do that? And you have to implement this every time you're with a person or a team. You know, uh, you need to let people know that they matter. So it's, uh, and that they have to take care of themselves and oh. all these pieces, right? That I started to be able to identify and then, and then I realized, okay, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing because in the passion test world, at least, it became super evident yep. that, that those were a lot of the things that I was pulling upon to create teams. I, I can say, I share with this experience, coming out of the corporate world and then heading my, uh, having my business for uh, 17 years, as a leader, you have to care. Too many leaders expect that people come, come to it by themselves. But as a leader, you have to care and encourage people, uh, uh, encourage their, their brilliance. Uh, this is, and this is what, what you, with your coaching, and with Randy, by the way, how is Randy doing? He's doing great. Thank you. Wonderful. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So uh, I think that is a wonderful work uh, you're doing and very important to do, especially in these times where, you know, we are, where we are going through really difficult times. We are locked down for months and people are getting really shell-shocked with what's going out there. So with the, and we were had, we had a short conversation before about the racism and what's going on in the country right now. But um we know we all have to do our share. And, uh, you know, I share with you also this lifelong passion for deep self-discovery and connecting others to their brilliance and yes. all, all, the, all the work and creative endeavors. So can you elaborate a little bit on that? You know, how do you bring out the brilliance? <laughs> I love the way you just said that. So I, I kind of use four um, foundational pieces to my coaching, to the trainings that I do. Uh, so one is passion. We keep talking about that. And that's really the things that are most important to you or your priorities in your life. And getting that, um, ig you know, igniting that little, that fire that's in us is deeply important to really being able to sustain ourselves. The other foundational piece is uh, self-respect, self-compassion, self-love, whatever word you want to use. It's about deepening your practice of accepting and being with yourself as you are and, just, and, and really loving those parts of yourself that maybe you have pushed away and then embracing that in a new way so that you can always, if you wish to shift something you do it in a loving way you don't need to do it in a you know <laughs> negative way which is often how we do things yeah. the third is um i think this is so important is building emotional and spiritual resiliency you know the two things i talked about passion and self-love are are pieces of this emotional and spiritual resiliency because what i mean by that is having the core inner strength that when things happen around you. You don't like a hurricane coming through. doesn't blow you over. Yes. Instead, instead, you have your tools, you have your practice, you know who you are so that you can stand strong. You might be very impacted, but you're still standing strong and know who you are. And the spiritual resiliency is also recognizing that, that we're 
you know, there's something bigger around us and whatever we wish to call that, whether it's nature, whether it's divine intelligence, God, goddess, whatever mm -hmm. form, whatever we wish to call it, there is something bigger than us that we can tap into to also help us understand um, our place in this world, right? Totally. And, and then the last piece is recognizing that nature is such a phenomenal, powerful example of sustainability. And I use nature because, well, she's amazing. I say she, um, because look at the seasons. You know, if we look just simply at the, the winter, when we go within, and we are going within and we're resting, that's also what's happening in the outer world. And it's really what's happening in our inner world. You know, some of us are more tuned into that, right, Petra? Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Tell mm -hmm. me. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I mean, if you go into the spring now, now there's this, this rooting that's starting to take effect. You know, we've planted some seeds from the winter. You know, we've had some ideas of things we might want to move and take action on. And now we're, we planted the seeds and some things are taking root now. And then things are blossoming. And then the summer is when everything goes full out, you know, wow, everything's out there. And probably as a person, at least what I've experienced for myself, is that I'm also probably traveling more, at least, you know, before the pandemic, this is what I would have been doing, probably traveling a lot more, visiting family, friends around the globe. And then the fall time. When, we can, really... when we can travel again. Exactly. <laughs> right, exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I heard yesterday mm -hmm. that uh, Europe is uh, opening up the, at least the Schengen zone. Mm -hmm. Greece allows Americans in already, but the others not yet. So soon we can travel again. That's right. So <laughs> however, come back to... Come back yes. to your uh, to your to your passion, and I love uh, that you started this because uh, you have a passion about the wisdom uh, of of the seasons, and yeah. you have written uh, seasonal wisdom journals mm -hmm. in your quantum wisdom coaching, right. and uh, I have one. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my! Oh, that was a while ago, but good for you. Yes, but you know, <laughs> spring is coming. It is. Um, <laughs> That's right. So but I also, soon. you know, I know you know. I have the the, the spring and, and and summer, fall. You know, you you have for each season, you have uh, a journal. Tell us a little bit about these journals. Sure. So each season has a theme that I've attached to it, um, in order to help people. There's daily questions to and prompts to guide you through um, kind of a, what I would say is more of the emotional resiliency piece, like tapping into how you feel, um, your gratitudes, what your intention is for the day. And then the other page, because there's two pages a day, is um, tapping into more of your what you get to do, your inspired action list, and more of the uh, more mental, more left-brained aspect. So the journal is really about helping people to move from the theme. So in spring, it's prosperity and abundance. So I, I want to support people in looking more at what is their mental construct around uh, prosperity and abundance. And so I ask different questions. There's affirmations that also tune in and align with that theme. You know, then we go into the summer. That's about relationships. 
So we're looking at your relationship to yourself and to others. And so there's different questions for that season. And then we go into fall and that's on health and well-being. And that's looking at, you know, your physical, your emotional, spiritual well-being. And uh, there's totally different questions for that. And then, as I said before, winter is about self-love. And that is totally going into like, what's, what's moving you now? And again, completely different questions. So there's four journals to complete the entire year. And I have uh, found that um, I'm now in a new place of creating uh, uh, this whole set of journals in a, in a way where there's now I'm adding coloring pages because I've heard and learned and been reading. You know, the Dalai Lama said that when you do mandalas, you're actually oh, yes. creating inner freedom. So I was like, well, that's, we want to add that in. So there's a, uh, you know, kind of the construct. I couldn't find this kind of a journal anywhere, Petra. I looked because my clients were asking. Yes, you know, I, I, I know what you're talking about because I love journaling. And I tell all my students and clients, I said, you know, journal, journal, journal. But uh, what I love with your wisdom journals is that it is, uh, you know, when you are in the season, you can address the wisdom of the season and exactly. implement it in your life. And it's like ancient wisdom. You're bringing out your ancient wisdom and you're getting in touch to that, uh, in touch with, with that wisdom that is deep buried inside you. Yes, uh, because in, in our world today, I mean, we are, uh, there's social media and then there's TV and, and all influences. We somehow, most people have lost it. Uh, and I, I love the way that you go deep and um, implement that so that you can get really, again, aligned and in touch with that wisdom that helps us moving forward. I love how you just said that, Petra, because it is about helping people or actually reminding people that this inner wisdom is within them. Oh, yeah. And that's so beautiful. So thank you for saying it that way. That is so wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> you know, great minds think alike. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, so, there is really an issue with the separation, the alienation that you just oh. mentioned. And I think that is the key, one of the key issues that, is, that we're facing as, um, as a global world right now. Like, how can oh, we come yeah. more together? And how can we connect to ourself so that if we can connect to ourselves uh, more humanely, then we can connect with others more humanely. Absolutely. And with more compassion. Yes, yeah. yes. So uh, where can people find these wisdom journals? I know I found it on Amazon, but you that also have a, a website, right? I do. And you can go to Karen, K-A-R-I-N-L-U-B-I-N, so Karen Lubin, my name, dot com. And then you can actually get a sample of the upcoming seasonal journal for a week to see what's in the journal and if it resonates basically with you. Mm -hmm. um, and I give other gifts as well. There's a, an ebook on um, uh, going through the hamster wheel of life and how to get off of it, which I think is a very important thing to be able mm -hmm. to do. Mm -hmm. And then there's other resources on how to use uh, the journal um, so that you can get a little, a few tips. And then there's uh, emails that you can, you know, there's not a lot of emails, yes. but a few. So just to help people, and there's resources pages, uh, Petra, because what I found is 
you know, um, it is about the person and I don't know where each person is. So maybe they're a, a therapist themselves. Because a lot of how I started is I wanted to help people who are in the helping profession. And that's actually how this came to be is because oh. I couldn't actually. Yeah. Um, so for therapists, counselors, educators, facilitators, um, you know, anyone who is doing anything, helping another. And then what I realized is it's also for their clients, clearly. Right. Yeah, then, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and I, I think it's, it's uh, you know, I, this is what I'm also, I'm not, I'm not preaching because this is not the right word, but um, realizing also getting in touch with your spiritual nature again. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I deal a lot with people in business, uh, starting business, having a business and uh, um, are too much in the head not enough in, in the heart. And they start realizing that we have to start with ourselves in order to also move the business forward and get in touch with our spirituality because a business is also a spiritual entity. And most people think, oh, it's a religious thing, spirituality, but it mm -hmm. is not. Spirituality is something what is within us and a lot of us lost um, mm -hmm. and I love the way that you help bringing people back to that uh, deeper wisdom uh, because it will help us moving forward especially in difficult times and that's really true and I love that you just said that about business because I was just on another podcast and it was a, a entrepreneurial podcast and it, I was saying that, you know, you can't, you can do your business up to a certain point, but you're going to lose your steam yeah. and you're not going to be able to sustain yourself without that spiritual um, awareness or connection. And again, a lot, you know, I decided that nature, most people can connect to something in nature. So I, I and I find myself when I'm out in nature, you know, my, I just, my shoulders go down. I breathe more deeply. I'm like, ah, you know, thank you. You know, I, there's immediate gratitude and beauty that I can see. And, and I want to help people tune into that. I mean, one of the things I haven't even said about the journal is that there's nature prompts every day. Mm. There's, uh, so that's something I've added. I've also, you know, there's a calendar for each month saying what's going on with the moon. You know, like yesterday was the full moon and a lunar eclipse. Uh, you know, there's going to be another one at the end of the month. There's so yeah. many interesting things to pay attention to that when, when we said before, when we're separate and separated and not in touch with something larger than ourselves, we kind of, we lose that, that ancient wisdom. Yes, I love yes, that. Yes, in the ancient wisdom. Like, for example, I, I plan... Uh, like course launches or anything what I do, I also plan according to the moon cycle and when the energy is best and what day is mm. is, is good. The Jupiter day is Thursday. It's a good day to start something in business on Thursdays. Um, everything it was related to money and things like this. This is also something what I incorporate in my teachings uh, because most people are not aware about that. And no, I think I think right. I think it's a missing link for many are not mm -hmm. knowing that they're marketing and doing their sales and they're doing their networking, mm -hmm. but they don't incorporate that. I say, like you say, ancient wisdom, 
uh, uh, energy work that is so necessary and could help them to really give a boost to their life and their business. Ah, well, it's a wonderful I, talking to you. <laughs> I know. Well, I love, you know, your title, Thrive and Win, is so important because that thriving is what we're actually been talking about, is yeah. that when you have that inner strength and that inner connection, then you can thrive and then you can and will win in whatever you, you know, put yourself out into. Whatever yes. field. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank Karen, you. before we come to the end, I have one more question uh, for our listeners that I want to ask you. What is the one thing that you can recommend to everybody who is on the call here today, uh, every entrepreneur, business owner, leader, what they can apply so that they can get better every day? So I'm going to share two things. One okay. is <laughs> one is that uh, to really listen right now to your inner voice, to what inspires you, and take action on that. I'll give you an example. I was, you know, because of the pandemic, I was lost without being able to go to the gym. I, I always go to the gym, and I realized that what I could do is to to really support my own health and others, I invited my neighborhood, my friends on Zoom. And this is the 12th week that I've been doing these um, exercise classes. And it's because I listened to the inspiration. I was inspired and it's a way to give. And so I wanna remind everyone to listen to what is inspiring you, what is coming up for you, and then take immediate action on it and see how you feel. And then the other piece is to really listen to what is going on inside of you. Because we are, you know, there's lots of feelings, perhaps that I at least am feeling. So learn about what you're feeling. Find a new way to communicate it. Find words so that you can learn to say, this is how I'm feeling today. Because honestly, so many of us go through the day, Petra, not even knowing why we are stirred up. Exactly. Yes. So those are my two key things. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Karen. It was such a pleasure to have you in my show. And thank, thank you so for much. being here today and sharing your insights to our audience. And you all guests out there on the podcast today, thank you for being here listening. Uh, details on today's episode and more on Karen Lubin you will find in our show notes as usual. So she has the, her special gift. Visit her website, karenlubin.com. Again, you find that in your show notes. And she, she has a lot of interesting gifts and tools for you that you can use to thrive and win every day. And of course, please visit my website, petracontrada.com, or the website for this show, Thrive and Win Show, where you find my special gifts that are changing every month so that you can take every month's advantage of different tools to get ahead and thrive and win in life and business. This is your host, Petra Contrada. Thank you for listening. And I'm so delighted to share with you deep insight and inspire you to make your chapter your best. See you again on the next show and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Thrive and Win Show with your host, Petra Contrada. Tune in every week for your dose of inspiration and transformation. 
conversations with great people from around the globe, and experts who really know what they're doing. If you've enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe. And while you're at it, rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and tell all your friends. For more information about guests and to download your free surprise gift from us, go to thriveandwinshow.com. Thanks for listening and thrive and win until next time here on the show.